Hey, what's up, Chicago? And welcome back to Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm Miss Hip Hop. Um, I'm your hostess with the mostest. And today is a little bit different. Um, we're actually going to be talking about spirituality with a good friend of mine. And I'm going to introduce him right now. Um, his name is Brandon. <laughs> hey, hey, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brandon, for coming on the show. Uh, you're welcome, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. just, I'm just happy you're here and we get a chance to uh, talk about uh, different things that most people don't really want to talk about, you know? Yeah. I feel um, you said what? No, I said I feel you on that one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we just asked all the listeners, new and um, not new, just to have an open mind about this discussion that we're about to have today, and just sit back and relax and welcome to the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Brandon, you want to start off with your questions? Yeah, I can start my questions. You want me to um, ask all four now? Yeah, we'll we can start off with. Okay. All right. Well, the first question I have is what made you interested in healing magic and what led you into it? Okay. So, <laughs> let's start right there. It's not magic of any kind. Um, it's actually like a healing technique, you know, and I learned that from my mom and that was passed down from the other women in our family. So my mom made sure that I was aware of these healing techniques that we have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel you on that one. It's all how you look at it and stuff like, that's the beautiful thing about it and stuff. Like a lot of people don't understand what you may know and stuff. And, you know, it's something that it takes you to be part of, to really know and understand it and stuff, you know, and I'm really interested in learning more about, you know, whatever you're comfortable with telling me maybe in the future about some of your techniques and stuff, you know, that would be interesting. Definitely. Uh, it's definitely a path to be taken by those that want to know, because we all have these um, techniques that's inside of us that we can use to um, manip not manipulate certain things, but just to help, you know, your current situation and what you may be going through, you know? So, yeah. Yes. That's true. That's definitely true, Nicole. <laughs> you want me to ask my second question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Number, um, have you ever astral projected and what did it teach you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have astral projected many times before, many years ago. Um the very first time that I was astral projected, I can remember, like, I was dreaming and I was, I could see myself being lifted out of my body and 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And to the air. And um, I went all the way up to like the sky, past the sky. And then I was in space. I could see I was leaving Earth, literally. And then I could see all the stars in the sky and the galaxies nearby. And then it went further than that to where it was actually like pitch black. And, you know, space is pretty, it's pretty dark or whatever. It's full yeah. of mass and stuff. And it was trying to reach higher than that, like maybe like the, the universe's horizon, which scientists say we'll never be able to touch because it's infinite pool, it expands every single day. So the further you go, the further it gets away from you. And I became fearful, like petrified. So I woke up. And that was my my first astral projection. Wow, that's really interesting. So you went out to space and stuff. It'll be like that because, like, when you actually do astral project, you really, there's no, like, balance to, like, you know, your conscious. You will go into those infinite possibilities and stuff, and you will experience and you will see, like, different, like, I've seen things like that when, you know, sometimes what I've had astral projections and stuff where I was out in space and I've seen things and, you know, you just, you feel lighter. Like, as you feel lighter and more, like, clear-minded and stuff when you were S-projected? Yeah, I, I felt a completeness, like, the number nine. Like, I felt like I was one with my conscious. And what I learned from that experience was, like, yeah, you need to go with the flow and let go of all that you've known, all that you were taught, and just release and go with the universe's uh, energy flow. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's how it was like for me and stuff. It's just, there was a fearlessness to it. But that's really interesting, Nicole. Like, that's really interesting that, you know, what you had told me. You want me to move on to question number three? No, I actually would like for you to talk about your astral projection experience. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I could go on for a while. I know um my projection, it was like one time I really remember was um this was when I was like back in 2015, 2016. I remember just feeling like I saw like a bunch of like well, first of all, I was in my room, man. It's like I woke up like I would normally wake up, but I couldn't really it wasn't like sleep paralysis where, you know, you felt bound or anything. It was more so like, that's another thing I could have asked. But anyways, it was kind of like waking up, but you don't have a body connected to you. It was just kind of like, it was my conscience, your mind and stuff, but your body's not connected to it. So it's like you're a ghost. And that's how it felt for me and stuff. And I was, I just remember seeing like, you know, my room and 
I was like, I wasn't walking around the room. I was just, you know, the best way I could describe it, it was just kind of like I was scanning the room. You know, it was my mind and stuff. And then I remember being outside and just seeing a swarm of like mosquitoes or gnats by the garage. You know, like how, you know how like um my mom's place looks and stuff, the one that she lives in now. I just remember yeah. being by that garage and it was just like, I saw her car and then I woke up and stuff. So like, well, I woke up in my body and stuff. Basically, it's the best way to put it. But that was the only ass rejection experience I could say was like my strongest and most, like the one that I just remember out of all of them and stuff. Cause it's just kind of like, I like the feeling it gave me. Like I was telling you, it just gave me like a light feeling. And it made me feel like really like open up to like, I don't know. It was, this was like a long time ago though, but I haven't had none like as of recently though, except for what I was telling you about the stars, but that one was so short and stuff. I, it really wasn't really an ass projection. It was more so like a split second of consciousness. And then I just woke up from it and stuff. But yeah, it was, I, I would say, you know, and I also would like to tell anybody that's listening, you know, like, just, I would recommend maybe try opening yourself up to it, because I don't know if there's a way you can, like, do it at command, but the best way I can think of is just going to, like, sleep, and then going to sleep with, like, a lot of your mind. I know they tell you to go to sleep with a clear mind, but the best way I've seen it is to go to sleep with a, a lot of your mind, because that way if you have a control of yourself, you'll be able to I don't know the best way to put it, but that's all I can think of. I wish I could come up with a follow-up, but as weird as that sound, that's just the only way I've seen it, it can work and stuff. No, you're definitely right, Brandon. Like, um, like I said, we all have these um things inside of us that we can do. We're meant to astral project. We're meant to um, you know, see and hear things that you know are our spiritual gifts as humans. So, yeah, one thing about astral projection, and when you go to sleep, you do have to have a clear mind, meaning relax. You have to be in a total state of relaxation where your mind can, you know, infinitely wander the the crevices of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why sometimes when we wake up, we be like so tired and don't understand why, but you probably were skipping different dimensions when you were asleep. And then you had to come back sure. down to your body, you know? That's true. That is definitely true with stuff. And that's another good topic is about dimensions and Reality hopping, you know, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness talked about this, but I don't know, I could go on forever about all this stuff. But it's, you know, it's really interesting, like, all those topics and stuff, dimensions and dream walking and all that stuff, because all that's real. Like, I know they say it in the movies, they made it out. Have you ever seen Multiverse of Madness? No. Oh, well, that was a good movie. You should check it out, Nicole. I would recommend it. Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. But, oh. yeah, I mean, it was, it's just a lot to 
to ponder on and stuff. Yeah, because just listening to you talk, it sounds like uh, you know a lot about it. Uh, you mentioned sleep paralysis. Like, I wanted to ask you your experience with that. Like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of space. Have you ever um, had sleep paralysis? Yeah, I have. Oh, yeah. It's just, I know it's kind of like that's when your body is disconnected. Well, your mind is disconnected from your body and stuff. That's It's a form of astral projection, but it's not really. It's something else. It's kind of like. I don't know. I feel like that's when you're too heavy. Like, if I had to come up with assumption, it's like when you astral project, you feel light, but sleep paralysis, you're just kind of, you're in between, you're in between your body and your mind and stuff. And I feel like it's the closest way of, without going all over the place, I'll just say this. I will just say my experience was, I remember like seeing, um, one of the the biggest one I had was when I saw like the shadow person, but I know that's what everybody talks about. They talk about the shadow people and stuff, and that's really not something that I feel like you really should focus on. Cause like, yeah, they'll tell you be afraid of the shadow people, and if you have one, you know most people's experiences have been like, oh, they've seen shadow people, they've been touched by them, but some of the ones that I've experienced the most have just been the disconnection between you and your body, you know, like, that's the biggest thing, like, it's really, you shouldn't even feel your body, you should just allow yourself to astral project and stuff, I feel like that's when you're too disconnected from yourself, if you really are following through, you you will understand what I'm saying. I'm just saying basically that a lot of us are too connected to this physical. And that's why we sometimes have those experiences. I have to remember this because it's just like your soul is really on a different plane than your body. We're in the, you know, we're in a certain form right now, but our minds are um, well, we're connected when we're alive and stuff, but when we're sleeping or we're traveling and stuff, we're on a different plane and stuff. And basically, the call I'm saying is I just feel like to prevent that from happening, maybe like you were saying earlier, clear mind and stuff. I feel like it's a little bit of both, you know, not having a clear mind and having too much of your mind. And maybe that creates heaviness. And that's why we have a hard time when we have those experiences of waking up and we can't move, but we feel alert. It's, we probably are a little too heavy and probably need to look more into that and stuff. I haven't had one in a long time. And ever since... I stopped having that's because I started becoming a little bit more positive in my life and doing, you know, doing things like that and just actually doing things I wanted to do and cutting things out that I didn't need in my life no more. So it that helped a lot with the experiences from happening and stuff. But I don't really ask for Jake no more. I need to work on that though.
Yeah, you just said a whole lot that resonated with me so deeply. Yeah. Um, especially about be- the feeling of being light when you astral project versus with, with sleep paralysis. You feel like that heaviness on you and you can't even move, you know? And um, the first time I had sleep paralysis was when I was a child, so there was a lot of innocence there. And it would only last for a few seconds, and I, I never forgot that moment. I'm like, what is that? I can't even move. And then my body just went back down again, and I just never knew what that was. So that was like a few seconds of it. And where that actually came from, when I was a child, I used to sleep at my grandma's house. And you're not supposed to do this, but, you know, set a mirror in front of you while you're sleeping facing your bed. That's part of like the one of the worst ways to open up a portal because you don't know what's going to come through or what's going to come out. That's so true. It, it's like a 50-50 chance of it being quote-unquote negative experience versus a positive one which will leave you with a streak of luck because chances are it's not good to sleep with a mirror in front of you. You know what I'm saying? But I did it all the time when I was small. So that's where that form of sleep paralysis came but as an adult, like you were saying, when that sleep paralysis hits you and you know you ain't one with source, that's when those that evil, not evil, but it feels like it's like evil presence in the room. And it's like, what is that? You know, and it's like it's scaling your body up and down. You don't know what it is. And it was because I needed to work on some things inside of me. That's why I felt like that versus when I was a kid. It was different. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that one. I definitely feel you. Yeah. But, so you want me to go on to question three or? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what are some crystals you would recommend? <laughs> That's mm, a... I guess like a tiger eye crystal. Those are really nice looking um Tiger eyes supposed to bring out the confidence with you, you know, kind of like a bold Leo, you know. Tiger and, um, eyes. Yeah, tiger eye. And uh, another one, I would say, let me see, some type of, uh, maybe like a clear quartz crystal. And that's supposed to like promote like the relationships in your life, like to be filled with joy and har- harmony. Basically, oh, love. Okay. Yeah, so I, those are you said it was here. um. You said what type of crystal was it called again? Uh, a sugar quartz crystal. Sugar quartz crystal. Okay, I see the tiger eyes. The uh, tiger eye one. That oh, that was nice. And then you said the sugar quartz, and those would be the only recommend recommendations. Um, I had another recommendation. Um, just trying to find it. Uh, I would say. Oh, that sugar quartz is pretty. You see the sugar quartz? Yeah, I see it now. Okay. Yeah. Um. The a uh, cardelian. Yes, cardelian. That one definitely uh, promotes love and positive, groundbreaking decision making on your behalf. So, yeah, I will get card cardian. It's C A R. N-E-L-I-A-N. Okay. Oh. Well, I see a ring. I don't know if that's the same thing. 
I saw the tiger eyes. That was nice. I just got into like crystals and stuff like that. So it's, you know, I don't even, I know one crystal that I have. Um, Hold on. Let me, Um, I'm about to get it right now. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, whoever is still listening and thinking of uh, embarking on their first spiritual journey, it definitely is a process. So, yeah. Okay. So, this is the ring right here. This is a sodite, I think, S O D I T E. It's a sodite um, stone. And it's like, clearly, it's like a thunderbird. And the wings on it and stuff. I got it from Mystic Eye Crystal Shop in um, hold on, it's down um Highland Strip in Memphis, Tennessee. Let me look it up. I'm gonna give out the exact address. Okay. Mystic Eye um Memphis, and I got it like about two weeks ago. But Sodite it promotes um self insurance and it promotes um confidence it promotes um I forgot what else but I know shelf insurance that was the biggest thing that it was um okay the mystic I am but that was the name of the shop that I went to and stuff do you have any crystal shops that you go to Nicole or did you get it from um this is one young lady she's in Florida it's called um six River, and she's actually on Instagram. You guys want to look her up? I'm trying to get the correct spelling. Um, very okay. So six rivers is S T Y X, and then river, and she's also on TikTok and Instagram. So that's where I got my first first crystals from, and they they really do work. Okay, so like um. Do you have to like cleanse them every now and then, or do you just like cleanse them yourself? Um, I think people have different ways of cleansing them. Um, me personally, when I get something new, I cleanse it with the moon and the sunlight, and that's how I cleanse mine. So it's really a period of twenty-four hours: sunlight, moonlight, boom. You know what I'm saying? And how you recharge your crystals, um, you charge them in the full moonlight. So there's a, the next full moon is uh, coming up on July 3rd. So I will place all my crystals in the window and get that extra energy from the moonlight and go forth from there. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I had a new crystal stone. I lost it when I was out there in Chicago. I don't know what happened to it, but I need to get a new one, though, because... You know, at the Mystic Eye, they got some really good prices. It's like I bought my um the ring I showed you. Um, I bought that for like nine dollars, and then I had this necklace. That's the one I had lost, but that was about like nine dollars too. And I'm sure there's a significance of why I lost it. Maybe that particular stone wasn't really aligned with me. That's something else I wanted to talk about. Like certain things, like losing stuff and gaining things, you know, it might be a reason why you lost that or it might be a reason maybe the energy behind it wasn't right. Like, I do remember after I got that necklace, 
I mean, I'm just being honest. I did throw up and stuff, but maybe it was because that particular stone wasn't meant to be. I don't know. I forgot what the girl said it was called, but it's it was you know with the stone that's like yellowish and it's like white, kind of in between. It's like a stone. I told somebody else about this. They said they knew what I was talking about. Well, they claimed to, but it's one of those stones that's like yellow and promotes like happiness. It's said to promote happiness. Like mm-hmm. I don't know the name of it though, but after I wore that, I don't know. I mean, I was kind of sick anyways from um eating something, but I don't know if it was the stone that caused it, but the ring don't do it. Oh, Brandon, I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me now? Okay, now it's back. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. But yeah, the ring makes me feel good, but I don't know. For some reason, the stone didn't really... I don't know what was wrong with that crystal that I had, but I ended up losing it and stuff. But... Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Um, Oh, you said it has to resonate with you, so I don't know. Yeah. Do you want me to move on to my fourth question? Yeah. Okay. So this is actually the last one that I got to write down, but... um. What are some things you recommend to help heal your inner self? Well, help heal the inner self, like past traumas and anxieties and everything that counts. (laughs) Um, I honestly think each person listening should do their own individual research to see what um, inner killing techniques that they could strive to do for themselves but what I would recommend would just be something like as simple as meditation just to relax the chatter in your mind and if you have suffered from any you know traumas in your life then you'll know what I mean by the extra chatter like it's going to calm it down but you have to be consistent with it you know what I'm saying and just start with like a short, simple 15 minutes a day, you know what I'm saying? Just quiet your mind, like literally. Yeah, I agree with that. That's, um, you know, it's a lot that you can do with stuff. Like, and like you were saying, it's up to that person to find ways to like help heal them and stuff. Like if, you know, like I would just say, you know, if you were to ask me or something, you know, maybe just, I don't know, like you were saying, it's just different because, like, everybody's different stuff. So it's just, like, for me, I probably would just, like, if you were to ask me directly, I would just probably, like, I don't know, do things that, well, stop doing things that would cause those traumas to inflare and stuff. Like, you know, there's little things you can do to work on yourself, like getting fresh air or just, you got to start with the little stuff first, like drinking water or taking, you know, and then you can get on to the more profound things like taking care of yourself or going out and, you know, and it's just, when I say go out, I just mean like going out for yourself, not for others and stuff, but, you right. know, doing other stuff that'll 
get to the big stuff like speaking to people and sharing your traumas and with people you can trust and that right. you know y'all can come to some type of like it's just a lot of ways to like if you were to ask me directly I would just say just from personal experiences and stuff of how I'm healing myself and stuff is just doing little stuff like that and it's just the more I do it the more you know I feel different I don't feel like we will ever feel perfect but I just feel like as long as you forgive yourself of things that were shortcomings that you grew up and stuff that's I feel like it's progress you know like because you know everyone expects to be perfect no one's ever going to be perfect but you know you'll still have those traumas and those things that happened to you in the past but as long as you're a different person today you know different being you're stronger and stuff and you're different from who you were and stuff that held you down and stuff that's that's progression if you ask me and stuff yeah, definitely. That is definitely a form of your spiritual growth as a person because if you think about it, just to sum up everything you said, you know, there are people that um have to be around other people all the time. It's literally uh, an insult to spend time with themselves because they are trying to battle something subconsciously where they need other individuals around as my mother would say misery loves company you know what i'm saying so if you are a person that does not crave your own solitude then right i would work on that do things that make you happy if getting up in the morning and drinking a cup of tea makes you happy then do it every day then you know yeah. if taking a walk outside in nature makes you feel enthused then do that daily you know what i'm saying so i, I agree with you start with the little things yeah, that's true. And it's just like, you know, a lot of people don't think to just do the simple stuff, but, you know, that's why they'll never, it'll take them longer to get to that, you know, journey they need to go on to, like, cleanse themselves spiritually and stuff. Like, and I know the word cleanse, everybody thinks it's just the physical cleanse, like taking herbal teas and stuff. That's good, too, but... You know, you want to do that mental cleanse, too, that'll be able to correlate with the physical cleanse and stuff, like weight loss journeys or skin cleansing or, you know, just whatever you want to call a cleanse, a physical cleanse, you know, that people think is, you know, well, not think, but what they say is, you know, the best way to do but you know it's just a lot of times you got to get that mind to like correlate with the physical and stuff and a lot of people get to do that and stuff and that's why they end up right back where they were or i wouldn't even say that it's just they don't they're not happy people you know like because i've seen people who are happy at other people's what other people perceive as being you know you know how people just say like, oh, if you don't have money, then you're broke. Or if you don't have these types of clothes, you're broke. But a lot of people are happy at that state. And there's people who actually are rich and they still aren't happy. And they, you know, a lot of people, Nicole, they just don't know anything about happiness. And 
You know, I just feel like happiness is one of the biggest keys to life, and a lot of people forget to have it and stuff. So, you know, I just, that's why I was asking my uncle in Chicago, are you happy with, you know, he said he is, and he's, I feel like he truly is happy because it's just like, you know, some people, I don't know. It, I That's, that's a discussion in itself is happiness and maybe one day we, we could talk about that and stuff because it's the whole subject of it you know it's a lot that I would like to talk about it but that's a subject in itself and stuff you know it's a mantra behind it the Buddhists talked about it and a lot of religions talked about it but somehow we forgot it and stuff and we're just striving for perfection rather than happiness you got to have a balance and stuff. Oh, man, you, yeah. you just said a lot again, and you're right, though, Brandon. Everything you're saying is right. Um, From the cleansing, from the physical state to the mental state uh, to the joy of being happy and spreading that happiness to others, all of that is essential in this lifetime because one of the most powerful energies and forces in this world is love. You can love somebody being on another planet from the other end of the galaxy. They will feel that love, like literally, you know what I'm saying? So there is a lot more to be discussed. As a matter of fact, I apologize to those that are listening and to you, Brandon, that I wasn't able to get to your questions. However, we are like having four minutes and three second countdown until the end of this Zoom call. But I would like to bring you back on for a part two so that I can get my okay. questions out to you. Okay. What did you want to do part two? Well, you want to discuss that later? Like yeah, I'm not gonna uh, yeah, I'm not gonna announce okay. it on air because I need okay. it to work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nicole, I got you. But I, I did enjoy myself and you know, and like I said, it's a lot. Like, they could do, like, three parts, maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, because I would like to talk more about the whole happiness thing. But, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed myself, though, Nicole. And I'm glad I got to at least do this part with you and stuff. And we're going to do part two later and stuff. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be looking forward to that. Yeah, I am too, and we'll definitely discuss it uh, momentarily. Um, but to everyone else that tuned in today, uh, I thank you because this was a different conversation, and I'm glad you guys decided to stick around to the end because I want to play Erica Badu's song next lifetime, and that's actually going to be a little intro into part two when Brandon comes back on air and we discuss more um, deep spiritual issues. I mean, not issues, but topics, I should say. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Thanks again, Brandon. Oh, uh, Thank you, Nicole. Alright. Peace out, man. Okay. Talk to you later. Alright.